Guys, welcome back on the Brothers Geek Out podcast. Guys, on our special occasion, little midweek podcast that we do every month called Passion. I have a guest with us today, Josh, who is a designer, and we're going to geek out and we're going to talk. We're going to just let our minds flow and then got G-Man with us in the house as well. So, but yeah. How's it going, Josh? Yeah, everything's good. Um, how are you guys doing? Good, bro. As as you know, just trying to just hustling, man. Yeah. <laughs> just hustling, surviving. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. been all good, man. Can't complain, man. How's how's things with you, bro? What have you been up to? How, how's how's everything going with you? Um. Yeah, things are yeah. okay. Um. Same as everyone else, really. Um. Hustling, working hard, doing as much as we can on a daily basis. Um. You know, it's it's a it's a difficult time for us all, but you know, mm-hmm. it's trying to try to stay as positive as we can, uh, keep moving. It's it's good, obviously, that that some people um, have kept kept busy. Um, my myself as well. I've been I've been nonstop, nonstop. Been feel feel like it's been nonstop for a good few years, even before yeah. before all this uh, virus has come about. But um, it's um, I'm thankful that I haven't been so so hard affected um, as mm-hmm. much as everyone else. But um, but yeah, yeah, just just keep doing it. Keep keep grinding, grinding as well, as hard as we're hard as everyone else is doing, really. Yeah. That's cool, man. What well, is good that you keep him busy, man. Me, mm. me and Josh, it's crazy. Me and Josh met in Hong Kong, mm. in uh, the gym, Epic. Remember mm. that, bro? Remember and we that. just kind of like I remember you you started and we just kind of chatted once and we just vibed, man. And we had this, uh, we just knew like the vibe of Hong Kong, we kind of vibe because of the vibe of Hong Kong and how it's like. We're not going to get into the vibe of Hong Kong. But we just knew like, and two London boys or UK boys were just like, yeah, we're feeling the same vibe. Yeah. And then since then we just clicked, man. And then uh, I remember you came over to, to mine where, and we watched UFC mm. and then he saw all the figures and then Josh started, I didn't take you for like a geek and Josh started geeking out. <laughs> but do you remember? <laughs> I remember? I remember you had the, the Batman quote. Yeah. Um, I think it was from the first film, right? The yeah, Chris- yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was, it was the first one. Um, about what was it said it said something like you it's not about who you are underneath but what it, what you do that defines you and i remember you had that on your on your wall and i was yeah. wow i was like and you like the m&ms and it was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a match made <laughs> I, just remember, well, it was, I remember it was um yeah it was, i think it was just the london thing as well see yeah. being away from being away from uk being away from london and then meeting someone so like-minded yeah, um, that was it. Randomly, right? it was just yeah, it was very easy, very easy to get to to get on with each other and, and get to know each other. So it was quite good. Yeah, no, that was it. That was it. That's what, as you said, like we we're just, we were very like minded compared mm. to the people we knew in Hong Kong. Again, I'm not going to go into that, but you know, compared to who we knew and whatnot, we 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 like oh shit, okay, you're from you're from the ends. Mm. But I remember, I remember you're geeking out, and I hope you don't mind me exposing exposing you. Okay, I mean, you okay. telling me, I remember you telling me about your Batman sign, your ba- Batman birthmark. You're like, bro, G, check it I, out. I do. I was born. I have, <laughs> can't get it out now, but it looks like a Batman sign. <laughs> oh, sick. I have a little birthmark on the left shoulder. And, um, I, it's it's funny because uh, I don't want to get into it too much, but I had <laughs> I had a crazy accident when I was 14, but um, mm-hmm. luckily nothing really happened to me. Um, like severely, but um, but I, res- I you know recovered quite well, and I always kind of thought, you know, as a child, you think you're you're unbreakable, you're invincible. That's so right. I used to go around saying I'm Batman, I'm I'm Wolverine, I'm Nordis. 
it's it's something that uh, it's it's very good to uh, I guess to us not to aspire to be a superhero, but obviously they they do have good values. So it's, uh, that's it's right. We can definitely take take from as well. Definitely, man. Definitely, that's, I, I agree. That's one thing I've taken from there as well. Is it's the good value that you can give back to people, mm. and you know how it resonates with us. I mean, that quote when you saw it on the wall, mm. that is like that's my personal motto. Mm, mm. You know, whatever I can do that defines me. That it is so important that I can leave that sort of legendary mark yeah. left back here. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's leaving, it's leaving a legacy. You know, you know, exactly. Continue, yeah, exactly. continue after you're gone as well. So, yeah, exactly. and even between us, leave leg- it, it doesn't have to be a legacy on the world and be famous and shit. No. It's just about between us, family, friends, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the people that matter, right? That's right. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. But apart from like, I will get into de- designer stuff in a bit. But okay. apart from that, like, your the other stuff you do is your PT, right? Um, you do some personal yeah. training stuff. So that's oh. how I, we met initially. And yeah. Yeah. how how did you get into that? Did you know when you were young that health and fitness mm. is what you're gonna is is gonna kind of lead you to where you are now? Um, it's a good question. It's a good question. I would say where it derived from in terms of just health and fitness and doing like that. Um, I would probably say it came from my parents initially. Um, that's when it first started. So my dad was a heavy lifter. He lifted mm-hmm. a lot of weights. Um, he's he kind of grew up here in in London. He came over here when he was nine from Barbados. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I kind of just grew up around him training. My my mum training as well. Um, they were both in heavy into training just before going to work. So I would see that growing up. So I really, like, I think for my 16th birthday, because they wouldn't allow me to train or lift weights before I was 16. So mm-hmm. for my 16th birthday, they got me the gym membership. Um, oh. Everyone probably knows Northwest London, it was fitness first and stuff like this. And everyone will go down. And so um, they'd, they'd have like family sessions before I was 16 so I could go into the gym. And yeah. I would try to get onto the, I tried to get onto the weight machines. But, you know, everyone was saying, oh, you're not allowed. You can only do cardio. So. You can only go on the treadmill and stuff like that. And I was I was always like a skinny kid, so I didn't want to do any more cardio. So um, so obviously for my 16th birthday, I got into the gym, just started lifting weights. And then, um, yeah, I mean, long story short, it's uh, it's that's where it derived from in terms of just passion for, for training and keeping healthy. And then I did actually architecture in, at university. Oh. But then I graduated like just after the recession. So there was there wasn't mm-hmm. really anything about, and I think one of the one of the worst hit industries after that recession in about 09, 2009, it was uh, the design industry, sort of mm-hmm. you know design engineering and stuff. So there wasn't really many uh, design opportunities around. So I decided, okay, I still I was still training all through uni, mm-hmm. uh, and so I decided, okay, let's let's get my personal training qualification. So mm-hmm. that was 2010. I qualified. And I didn't really get into it straight away. I kind of just did it because all my friends were saying, oh, you should, you should train us, you should train, you know. So I tried to take that seriously a little, but um, I didn't actually get into the personal training element until later on in, in life. But, um, but yeah, I tried to keep up with my designs all through, all through this time. But uh, that's how I kind of stumbled along personal training. Um, I actually started, I, take, I took it seriously probably about 2004. 15 2014 like seriously um and then that's when i moved over to hong kong um, mm, started that, okay. over there and that's when i met you 2016 right wow 
Oh crap! Yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, wait, so you got into it deep. You moved into you moved to Hong Kong as soon as it happened. Like yeah, well, I I kind of I kind of took personal training. I was I was training as a self-employed personal trainer for people probably don't know LA Fitness. Um, any be it was around obviously UK. I remember LA Fitness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that got, I think it got bought out by um, Pure Gym. Yeah, so pure gyms that are around. They kind of used to be LA Fitness, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so I did. Uh, I was personal training there for about a year, um, self-employed. So it was a big, it was a big jump um, yeah. into something where I didn't really have that secure that you know that's that security um, for for money coming in every month. It was something where I have to go out, and so I guess that was my 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 introduction into this world of trying to do something for yourself. Mm. Um, and it kind of just happened organically because I just thought, okay, let me try this, um, and it worked out. It worked out quite well. Um, but I got, I was quite fully booked as a personal trainer. So a fully booked PT would probably say they would probably like around about 20, 20 to 30 hours. Um, mm. So it's not full time, mm. but it does take a lot of um, effort, let's say, yeah. uh, mentally. I so I would probably say I've, I was quite fully booked mm. within the first three months. So, I was, so that's quite, that's quite good. Um, well, that's wicked. How did that? How did that make you like? Did you get like? Because that's like a big jump, right? From just getting into personal training and then being fully booked within three months. Like your first experience teaching uh, someone or or, or or giving a PT to someone. Did you did you feel nervous? How did you handle those nerves? Oh, how did you organize it in your head? Man, it's a good question because I I did I did the two I did the two thousand ten um, qualification. So that's when I got my actual qualification. So. Up leading to that, what you're supposed to do as a personal trainer is you're supposed to try and get some, you know, just kind of get a feel for the gym floor, go and do some, you know, do some sessions uh, for free, uh, kind of trial sessions. So I kind of did that a little bit going up to 2015, taking it, you know, very seriously. Um, but I would work in so many different gyms. I worked at Virgin, but these were these were positions where you know, you don't really have that many, you don't really have this position uh, much anymore. It's called the fitness instructor or the level two instructor. So um, it's something where I can take classes and, you know, build up your confidence like that. I used to be, I'm, I'm also a qualified spin instructor. So I um, used to do a lot of spinning classes um, in, in many different gyms all over London. So I kind of built up the confidence. I was able to sell myself quite, quite well. Um, so I think going into uh, personal training full time as a self-employed um, personal trainer, I think it was it it, it was comfortable for me. It wasn't mm. it wasn't mm. too too daunting for me. It was just something I go in and I just try my best. I will be there anyway training. Um, so people would kind of come up to me when I'm training. So how would you do this? And it was it, I don't I didn't really see it as something where I have to try and make money straight away. It was more just trying to get to know the members in the gym and mm. and I think that's what you do is as a as a personal trainer I'm not sure if it's still like that at, at the moment but it's something when you go in you become part of the furniture of the gym and, and that's what personal trainers are supposed to do they're not supposed mm. to there to try and sell 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 it's all about just trying to help and, and be on um, you know be be the guy that people come up to and say okay you know, this guy's quite good for, you know, ab exercises or this guy, mm. you know, this guy really helps you because he really cares about our fitness, our journey. Yeah, um, that's what I tried to initially do at the beginning. And, and it just paid off because people can sense the, um, I'd say the, I feel, I feel I was genuine. So people genuine, can sense yeah. that straight away. And I think that helped. 
That's good. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that so many times where where people chase the money, whatever you're in, mm. right? When you chase the money mm. pure focusedly, shit just never works. I mean, maybe for some people it works out, but just generally, just shit don't work out. But yeah. when you do it yeah. for a genuine reason, that like be it your passion or be it you want to help someone, things just happen to work out. So it's good to hear, man. How, how did you end up in Hong Kong? What made you go to Hong Kong? How did I all so come up? That's a good question. So, so, we, haven't, we haven't mentioned that like, because... Uh, your missus, uh, my she's a she's a um a per, she's a she's a dietitian or uh, what, yeah, what's the she, right no, word? Nutritionist. She's nutritionist. nutritionist. Sorry, I shouldn't disrespect. Oh, nutritionist. Okay, <laughs> dietitians don't like uh, <laughs> between dietitians and nutritionists. So. Okay, yeah, my bad. So she, she's got a very holistic approach to uh, to her nutrition and, and stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so she um, I met I met my wife actually in the in the gym, um in 2013 um so it was a gym that i was working at again i was kind of in and out of the personal training um it was a gym in russell square in in the middle of london um so oh what the fuck is that this one this one was actually um for ballantines oh i used to do you remember the guy that um the guy that was on dragons dragons den like the early episodes of dragons den i think his name's okay it was one of the guys that kind of invest in different ideas so he has a whole gym chain ah. oh that's wicked because do you remember do you, there was a fitness first in Russell square if i remember correctly and i used to do capoeira there and my capoeira class was there yeah my teacher um in the basement yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, was that was the rival that was our rival. they were literally i would say yards from each other uh-huh. yeah we had a, and i used to work in Grazing Road, I think, which wasn't too far from Russell Square. I remember I used yeah, to yeah. live to run there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a couple of class, and at lunchtime, I used to just run there from my work and just do a quick session. Oh, cool, man. That's all right. Um, so, yeah, sorry, I stopped you. So you met her uh, in that gym? Um, so, yeah, I met her there. Uh, she was actually working for Bloomberg at the time. Um, so she was living across the road from the gym. So she's she's passionate. She's, she's got a passion for training as well. She grew up um in asia and she used to do like a lot of muay thai a lot of like thai kickboxing with her dad she used to do some weights the training training was part of her it's part of her as well as part of her life so um we met in the gym it was you know very it was very nice um we clicked like we clicked so easy and um literally i would probably say within two years after two years of meeting her we got married um uh, so we so I um yeah so we met in 2013 got married in the end of 2015 and it was because she grew up in Hong Kong mm, yeah parents were still there I decided okay let's try and let's try and get out there and you know um just experience a bit of Asia as well maybe do a bit of traveling go around to different yeah. countries we did was that she, was she becoming a nutritionist like while you were together or did that come after like that like, when she was working yeah. in Bloomberg was it her idea that you know, so, she wants so, to be very, so she, um, she's, like I said, she's always been passionate about the training um, and, you know, just being fit and healthy. And um, so she, yeah, she's always been interested in the nutrition element. She's always wanted to, she's the most genuine person you'd ever meet. She's just, even one of my colleagues at the Ballantines, um, she, one of my colleagues said to, to her, said to me about her, um, I can't believe how nice Maya is that she really cares mm. for for everyone. Like not necessarily everyone, but the people that she does care about. Um, mm-hmm. And she, when she wants to have a genuine conversation with you, she will give you one hundred and ten percent attention, and and that's it. So, um, 
So she, uh, yeah, she's always been interested in it, but she got into it while we were in Hong Kong. So she worked for Blue. Ah. Um, she didn't really like the corporate life anymore. Um, she was really good at it, <laughs> but um, yeah, her dad's her dad's actually in um, in finance as well. So, um, so so she kind of thought, okay, this is the best thing to do: going to get into Bloomberg and and you know get into it like that. But um, but yeah, her real calling was um, you know health, fitness, nutrition. So she kind of qualified after after that when we went back to Hong Kong. Wow. And, oh, wicked! She's living yeah. my dream. She's living my dream that you know about that I want to live when yeah. I'm 45. She's living yeah. my because I'm working at the Wall Street Journal with competitors and whatnot. But she's it. literally That's living it. my dream now. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there in ten years, man. Give me ten years, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You could be wicked. there soon, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so. So yeah, so you guys moved out to to, to Hong Kong, mm. uh, and then and then did you um you, you've got the job in Epic, right? You guys found a job together in Epic. Yeah. You actually worked together there. Well, yeah, I mean, she, uh, Epic was a growing company at the time. It was a very, it was a fast expanding company. And they were, you, you knew, obviously, Epic started from um, having sort of like a very strong MMA uh, mm. base. There was a lot of instructors, a lot of um, world-class instructors that actually, um, that actually fought professionally. So you yeah. had... Alberto Mino was there, and he was ex-UFC fight. I don't know if he yeah. still fights for UFC and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a fight while we were actually while he was employed yeah um, he yeah so you got these these top fighters around the world who actually taught classes so they but they wanted to expand to more of the of the mass product of you know math people so just looking at the fitness side of it looking at nutrition so um i got in as a personal trainer um specializing in sort of body weight um parkour sort of training as well um and then Maya was introduced to the company as well because they wanted to kind of expand the nutrition element. Um, so helping helping uh, members with their obviously diets and, and plans and stuff like that. So that's how we got into into Epic. And yeah, I uh, remember. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you. I keep cutting you. Sorry, bro. But yes, I, when okay. you mentioned parkour, I remember doing one of your classes, bro. I, yeah, me- I remember class. jumping around like a fucking like Batman and shit. <laughs> I remember you were like, look at this ninja. I, I remember that clearly, bro. I, I remember like. Like you had that, that, remember that little setup where they done the CrossFit and whatnot, and yeah. you just set up a little obstacle course and yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, I remember. I, I remember that. Damn, I forgot you done the parkour stuff as well. That was yeah. crazy. We had, <laughs> we, had um, we we yeah, we had. Uh, what did we have? We had. There wasn't. There was a section, but it was very difficult to do parkour inside, right? Mm. Especially in Hong Kong, there's not a lot of yeah. space. So, yeah. um, but obviously you have to train people up to build up their to build up their confidence and build up their their. Just a strong foundation, like a very strong core, because a lot of the parkour uh, moves, you have to be able to lift your own weight, you have to be able to jump high enough, so we're building up that explosive um, power in your legs, that dynamic uh, movement um, that you must, uh, you know, you, you must have in order to, to just to go, go all out and have that energy to, to be able to pull, you know, jump up these, I think I used to stack these boxes, these yeah, yeah. metric boxes that they use for, for CrossFit. And I think one's about 20 to 24 inches high. Wow. And I used to stack three. So you yeah. stack three on top. You're looking at at least 60 inches. And uh, you have to be able to jump up, pull yourself up onto the box, jump back down into a parkour roll. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, it was a bit crazy at the time. It was a bit crazy. I remember doing one of those classes. Yeah, that's jokes. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was a good, it was a good time in Epic. I met a lot of good people. So, yeah. yeah, definitely, man. 
And then from so from Epic, because you guys left before I did, right? You 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 left back, come back to the UK before I. Um, That's it. That's it. Right? So we left. Um, we were there maximum for about just over two years. Yeah. Um, we came back 2018, I think it was. Um, mm. Yeah, and then after, but so so during Epic, like I said, we we decided to develop. We wanted to so basically going back to my um, LA Fitness kind of personal training days. Um, I did always come up with a few obstacles. So these obstacles, you know, when you're trying to go follow, you know, or you're walking the gym floor, you, you try obviously as a personal trainer, you have to make money, so you're trying to get business, of course, and. Um, I would always come up with two obstacles, and these obstacles would be one: um, the member has no time, zero time for personal training, um, and the other one would be they don't have enough money. So I was like, okay, how can I really work around these two obstacles? I have to make the workouts faster, where they can just do something very quick but make it effective, and um, obviously I have to make it more affordable for people. So it kind of there was this one guy. Um, who was a personal trainer there, an Australian guy, very, very uh, knowledgeable and ahead of his years, I would say. Um, but he decided he to, to sell these programs online. I guess everyone's doing that now, but back mm. then I felt it was very early. It was very early time to sort of sell programs, sell you know plans online, um, but basically try and get into that digital space. That's right. So that's what I decided to try and do. But because I was still just my first kind of stint into real personal training I, I kind of didn't really take it as serious as I could have back then so um, it was always a thought in the back of my mind okay let's try and do something online to, to trying to sell um, not necessarily personal training because it can't be really personal online um, uh -huh. but um, just to give some sort of direction for people in their health and fitness so mm -hmm. that that idea started in 2015 and is wow. now organically grown to where we are at the moment. So where I'm trying to, well, my wife and I and try to develop um, this app. Cool. So now it kind of grew into a sort of app idea just before we left Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And now we're working with developers in Russia um, to now create this, uh, this app that we have coming up. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. I mean, this is the next part of your journey, and yeah. I, I don't know how much you could talk about it, so just feel freely to talk about what you can. Yeah. But we've yeah. been talking about it for a while, and like you said, right, even though you're thinking about 2015, since I've known you, you've been talking about it. And yeah. The thing I know about you and, and your missus, you guys have been on it. You know, some people have yeah. ideas, and, and, and they're amazing and whatnot, but they might fall out within a year or two years yeah. Yeah. if they don't see progress, progress if they don't yeah. see, you know, income or whatever, but... As you said before, like getting into your personal training, it was more about helping people more about, uh, rather than the money. And you've you applied that same mentality uh, and that worked out. Now you apply that same mentality with this app because you've been hustling. Every time I speak to you, I know you're like, yep, yeah, we're this step closer with this step. But yeah, you're hustling yeah, to get yeah. it to where you really want it to be rather than then, you know, giving out some half-assed product and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but no, but no, every time, man. And I'm, I'm like I said, I, mean, I, I, I appreciate that, and I, and I respect that, that level of like hustle that you're mm. putting into it, mm. uh, because you could have easily done something in a year, two years, and be like, yeah, cool, send it out, see what happens. But mm. uh, talk about, talk about the, the process, man. And, and you know, just share what you, what you can at this moment. Yeah. Um, if you have got a name or whatever, that you can share with it. But share freely what you 
can at this moment. Uh, don't, don't give yeah, away yeah. all your secrets. Of and course, shit. of course. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'd probably say uh, to start off with, I'm a uh, I'm a perfectionist. Um, mm -hmm. Probably being a designer yourself, it's it's or create, you know, being an artist, it's it's something you have to get right before you present your work, right? That's just kind of how it works. So um, I've always been into like design. I've always been into drawing. My, my mm -hmm. thing was always I just take a pencil. I don't do any. I don't deal with color. I don't really deal so much with color back then. Um, but uh, it was something where I take a pencil, try and do as much um, as I can before and before releasing it or giving it to my mm -hmm. teachers or anything like that. So that. It, it came from that and so I'd probably say that's one of the main reasons why it's taken so long because like that just feel there's always something you can improve but there is but then that's why I'm more of the crazy guy that just does all the designing and making sure like I'm like the developers they can't get this right make sure they get it right and <laughs> yeah. then, but then my but then my wife Maya she's she's the one that says okay look this needs to be done like if it weren't for her, we wouldn't be where we are. It, I'll yeah. probably still, we'll still um, probably be still back at step one if it was just me. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would take me a good another ten years to get this up and running. <laughs> but um, she's the one that just you know gets things done. So I'll probably say it, it stems from that for why it why it's taken so long. But mm. um, it's it, at the moment what it is. It's um, it's uh, like a fitness app. So like there's so many fitness apps at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, so we've kind of joined forces into, you know, training and the nutrition, and we're putting it, we're putting it together. Huh. And it's an app where you, it's, it's a very social fitness app, let's say. So it's okay. an app where you can not just, it's not about just training. Um, obviously, you train by yourself with an app. That's kind of how how apps work. But um, at the end of the day, it's something where you can kind of socialize at the same time as as training so you can kind of sometimes train the same workout or you can create mm -hmm. a workout and stuff like that and you know it's a good way to have uh, to build a sort of community through fitness that's basically mm -hmm. oh. what it is yeah. um it's a lot it's, it's there's a lot there's a lot of different features so we have the recipes in there we have some different articles and stuff like mm -hmm. that like fitness tips um you know um we also have sort of um different different types of workouts so we're trying to we're trying to bring not just standard body weight training as in you know your squat your push-up your mountain climbers we're trying to make it a bit more <clears throat> functional that's what it's all okay. about it's all about being functional and as we've as we grow older um we do we do tend to lose we tend to lose what we could have done when we were kids. You know, we're not as flexible. We're tight in our hips. We're tight in our shoulders. Um, you get some of these guys that just lift weights all the time um, that can't even scratch their back and stuff like this, you know. And I feel that this is where some of them, I'm not saying all of them, there's a lot of pro bodybuilders that, that have, that can do the splits and stuff, you know. So I'm not <laughs> all of them, but... Um, but yeah, definitely. We so the the reason why we've started this just to just for people to understand that um, that like that fitness and health and you know health and fitness is all about integrating it into your lifestyle. It's not like a mm -hmm. quick plan that you change after twelve weeks. So it's something where we want to generate 
and build that community where you have like-minded individuals that want to train, that want to get fit, that want to just be healthy, but training for not just for looks or vanity, is training for that longevity, you know, longevity. training to be yeah. healthy, to, to, you know, to see your kids grow up, to have, you know, to, to show your kids good habits. It's, mm-hmm. all of that, it's all of that. It's all of that in one. And so it's all a lifestyle. There's a lot of lifestyle fitness apps uh, at the moment, but um, I can't really tell you everything, how we're different until you see it. So it's uh, until you see it, we are doing something a little bit different. And um, yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know briefly before we, we started the podcast, you were mm. talking about how it's like when it's you're doing everything. You're doing the marketing, yeah. you're doing mm. the checking the designs, you're it's oh. it's, it's a lot to, to take on and I, I know that personally because of the amount of work that I do with my stuff. Mm. Like you guys like me me and my wife we share some of the responsibilities when it comes mm. to some of my workload and responding to like as you said marketing social media is another part where you need another two three hours of the day to respond to people exactly or to find out which clients are going to come through which jobs mm. you're going to take mm. sometimes you have to say no and for me i'm like don't say that don't say that but then it was like she goes like if you're not going to have order you're going to be stacked and then you're mm. you're not going to be creative after that definitely how have you managed your your, your timing with things like that Everything, I would say, everything is scheduling. Everything yeah. is all scheduling. So um, <clears throat> we, use a, we use a program called Notion. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you, if you know that one, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, 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 we just use that for everything. So because it integrates, I can, I can see hers, you can see mine. Yeah. And anything, any ideas that we have, you know, sometimes I'm sleeping um, and I wake up two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oh yeah that would be good you know this would be yeah. good app or this would be a good feature to have or or logistically this would work better you know so yeah. um literally just write it down and then as soon as i wake up uh probably i'll, I'll, I'll upload it on notion so scheduling is the, is the key thing um and if you're not if if you don't have you don't have everything down you're just going to have these thoughts in your head because as soon as you write it down it's just something okay you can you can kind of let go because you know you've, you've right, stored yeah. that information so um but yeah i mean being being uh marketing is is the is the worst for me so i've never really into into facebook and stuff when that kind yeah. of grew up i've never really got it uh probably never really used it um instagram as well so it's something where i really need to kind of um it's 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 not say i don't really kind of want to get into it but I've always been a sporty guy I've always kind of mm. been into my sports and 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 socializing in person right that, that's, that's right. kind of what yeah. I've done growing up I've always been a kind of team player I wanted to do basketball wanted to I used to I used to actually arrive to school so basically I lived in uh, if people know this I lived in <clears throat> it was Kingsbury at the time so this is yeah. around sort of Wembley area right yeah I used to go to school in Ricelip so it was a good probably a good hour or mm. hour and a bit on the train and the buses and stuff. So I used to get the bus in the morning to the station, get the train to Wembley Park, change for another train to get to school and then walk about 15 minutes from the station. So the whole thing would take about an hour and a half. But because school started at 8.45, right, mm. I would leave, I'll probably leave about 6.30 or something just so I could get to school before right yeah. just before the class starts to work and play football yeah that's, <laughs> that's all it was it was getting <laughs> early 
maybe watching a bit of Dragon Ball Z while I have the cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was straight on the journey to school just to play football, just so I could play football before before it started. But, um, so I mean, it's it's because because of that. So I'm I'm going. I always talk on a tangent. No, 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 no. It's fine, man. Um, so I've never really been into this sort of. Uh, I've always been into tech. I love my tech gadgets and stuff, but. Mm going socially, posting, like, taking photos, writing stuff, like, on Facebook and, and, and you know, Instagram and stuff. Like, even before Facebook, I think it was MySpace and, you know, all of these kind of people. And I was just never really into it because I'll just be like, oh, let's just go play football, you know, and, and chill and, you know, go to, a, yeah. go to a bar afterwards or something like that. Yeah. And, you saved uh, yourself. You saved yourself. Well. You saved Once you're in... It's hard to come out, bro. Listen, man, yeah. it's hard to... Like, honestly, man, I find myself, like... I use Instagram a lot, and I just find myself just scrolling. When I'm not doing nothing, watching a movie, just scrolling. Why am I on this shit? You know what I mean? But just find it. Like, I, I, I'm not... I, Instagram and Facebook I use, but it's hard to switch off. And it's yeah. hard to not check it. Unless, you know what I mean? No, it's good. You saved yourself, You man. saved yourself. You're like, you're like my friend Dwayne. Right. He didn't even have the internet until, like... Five years ago. Wow. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, my best friend. I love you, D. But <laughs> even on his phone, he didn't, you know, he didn't have no social apps, nothing like that. But because we grew up, in, we, just like you, that era where we were sporting, we were going out, you know. Yeah. We were, at, I were, I'm, I'm going back way back, you know. Have to go to a phone box and say, call me at this certain time. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. we can meet up to wherever we're going next, whether we're raving or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm in that era, but then slowly I've been taken by the dark side of social media. Mm. But then I realize, like how we're using it now, it's the use. Yeah, it's, it's how, how you use it. it. It's how you use and, it. And 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 the messaging that you push out there. Uh, and I take regular breaks. Mm. I'm gonna take a break soon, but. Like, if you're using the platform to give out a positive, positive message, yeah. then, you know, as long as people know, I mean, because I always say it, I think we say it daily on the podcast as well, that, you know, that human interaction is needed. And I know that it's been quite a tough year for people to be with friends and family at the moment because of the yeah. way things are. Mm. But just don't get lost into that, man. Think, think of something else as health is the most important key thing. Mm. Be looking after yourself so that you are still sure. there year and how this virus has taken over without having good health i mean he he had it he he you know most of the family had it they good immune system they fought mm. fruit, good food yeah you know they're, they're back on their feet but i know this virus acts in different ways so yeah. different yeah. people react to it differently so but mm. you know it, it is sending that message across that's the main important part of it but mm. you'll learn i mean because you haven't been in that's like that part. Let's call it the Matrix. Yeah, right. he hasn't been in the Matrix. Yeah. But that's that's a different part of the Matrix you haven't been in yet. But yeah, later on you'll find tools to like do the work for you. Mm -hmm. And give me a shout because that's, those are the tools I use as well. So I can give you some advice on some of that. Thank you, um, thank you. Because I know how hard marketing is. I'm in marketing myself. I've been doing it ten years plus now. So wow. it takes hard to to build up a following and keep pushing with the same messaging and making sure that you don't go away from the original dream yeah yeah uh, i mean like you said before originally it's a passion it's something that you believe in it's something that you've been doing mm. doesn't matter how long it takes you're doing it that's the main mm. thing 
Mm. Plus, your, your social media is going to be focused. So yeah. we, I got on it. I use myself. I got on it just to be on it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So literally, social media. But you, when you're getting on it, you're gonna you're gonna have focus, mm. and that's what you're gonna be pushing. You're not gonna be on it just to be see like what the fuck girls doing squats. That's me, right? So <laughs> you're gonna be wasting your time doing that shit. Um, yeah. But you, you, I think you can use it more wisely. You know what I mean? Like in a focused sort of way, and yeah, definitely to to kind of. Because social media will help, you know what I'm saying, to promote the app and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's definitely something, definitely something that I have, I've got into in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a, I would say a regular user of it just yet, but um, it's something I'm, I'm dabbling in at the same time uh, as doing, obviously, the, the personal training and the designing and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I do, like you said, it is something, as, it's how you use it and... Um, yeah. It's not like I'm trying to be the next influencer, you know. So it's it's just uh, um, it's something where you just want to expose your message. Yeah, yeah. Of Somewhere it's a platform to expose your message. If I, like you say, if, if one if one person, two people get get inspired by it, then I've done you know the mission completed, really, right? Exactly that, and that's uh, what this is about as well. This just is exposing the, our messages, man. Yeah. You know what I mean, like with each other and stuff. Um, so you know, this is, I mean, again, appreciate you coming on and whatnot. So at least we can kind of help a little bit. Mm. Uh, but what about because I know you've been like we were talking and you, you're, you're in this hustle, uh, doing this app, keeping yourself mad busy. Mm. What about like you're talking about also keeping up with the personal training, you're helping yeah. still people right in this cold weather and whatnot? We were, we were talking about the other day, it was like yeah. minus five. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, and I think it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to help people train. How how is that going along? Like, and how, you, you know, you managed to keep that up and whatnot. It's, and it's, it's good. I mean, it's something um, like a, like the ideal the the ideal day for a personal trainer would be get up uh, six o'clock in the morning, train the clients. Um, train may be good. Six seven clients would be nice. Uh, be done by lunchtime. You know. Mm. And then have the day to themselves to do what right. they want to do. So that's the ideal. That's what kind of personal trainers all over the world. I'm sure they would agree with me and say that's kind of what they want. You know, unless you know, because then obviously if they have kids and stuff, they can go pick up the kids. Yeah. And, you know, that's right. It's yeah. weird. You know, like so. Sorry to cut you, but it's so weird that you said because you know when I, I I think about my dream, I yeah. literally f- dream that same thing. Yeah. Train a couple of people in the morning and chill the rest, not chill the rest of the day, but do my so thing. That is that is the dream for personal trainers. So, um, I feel that when you're a really good personal trainer, you have the uh, you you have the demand, right? People mm. want to be trained by you because you're giving people results. And I think that only comes that doesn't come on day one. It doesn't come in the first year unless you're crazy like the best trainer being trained mm-hmm. by some of the best um, in the world. Um, that doesn't come straight away. So that's something you obviously need to build. Like in any career, any industry, you need to build up that experience. You need to build okay. up that, um, the value uh, and, and and what you have to to offer. So. I think I'm in, I'm in that position where I am. I'm in that position now, um, but actually, so personal training. Let's say let's start from so before before this virus came around. Um, I was always trying to look to try and save money where I can. So mm. um, I'm living in West London at the moment, and I train most of my clients in the sort of central London area. So we're looking at like the Knightsbridge, Mayfair, um, Hyde Park, those sorts of areas, Kensington. So um, I, uh, I, rather than getting the training, um, I got one of those e-scooters. Um, but then uh, 
the battery died. So I was like, <laughs> <it doesn't laughs> I was like, so I ended up just like kicking it, like kick, you know, when you push, when you push, kick the switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that didn't work. So then I, I wanted to look at getting like a e-bike, just something yeah. that's easy. It doesn't tire me out. I could get to just a bike. It's not that far from West London to, to Nicebridge, but, mm. um, but rather than getting sweaty and hot and, you know, being exhausted for the so, so early, even starting training, I decided to get an e-bike. So then um, I, I got one of these uh, e-bikes literally like at the beginning. I ordered it, but it took like three months to come. So um, it came just as the, I think it was just as just before the first lockdown in March oh, uh, 2020. So, <clears throat> yeah, so uh I ended up just cycling, so I cycle to I cycle to these to these clients. I sometimes train in the park, sometimes in private gyms and stuff like that in studios. And uh, yeah, that last week was was a bit of a killer. So it was <laughs> something where was it last week? It was last week, right? Last, last Saturday was minus five. That's the coldest yeah, I've got. Crazy snow. So um, uh, yeah, so I mean, it was the beginning. It was sort of like the beginning of the week where it wasn't as as hard on the ground. Mm. Um, so I think there was one day it was like my yeah minus five minus six getting there my hands were just freezing by the time because by the time you get on the bike you know obviously you're riding two so it takes about half an hour um my hands are freezing then I got to stay outside not really moving so much so my yeah because during this lockdown you're doing it in the park and stuff like you've adapted yeah, things to the yeah. park and yeah yeah so I'm not really doing it inside so I'm staying outside most of the uh, most of the day in the morning um. I've got my hands just just pain. It was just pain. I had to put my hands in my pocket. I had to oh. do something to just warm them up. So it's difficult. And then obviously coming back, then uh, back home to start working on uh, working on the app and doing design. And I have to kind of just stay inside, not move my hands for a while. But you do get those. You do get a few few minutes of pain because mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. your hands are now adapting to the heat inside. So. Um, you do get that sort of transition of pain, and it's just like. Uh, so I ended up investing in um, heated gloves. Oh, nice! I'm not, I'm not going through this again. I said. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, okay. I'm getting... I can imagine. I mean, it's great that you're training people. Like again, during mm. this COVID thing, so you're keeping people yeah. motivated and whatnot, yeah. um, and and uh, vice versa. They they're kind of keeping you kind of busy as well. So it's great that you got that going on. Um, uh, so that's amazing, and and in this cold weather as well, because like. There's so many excuses. Hmm. Lockdown. There's no gym. Uh, it's freezing. Like, let's not do. You know what I mean? There's so many excuses yeah. to make, but it's great that you can kind of push it still push and get it, yeah. your clients, some of your clients, on it as well, which is which is amazing. Some of them, um, yeah. Some of them still really want to train, um, but then there are a few of them that sometimes can't, um, and hmm. they do. So we just do online training. So it's good the fact that they're still training, and so we'll do like a Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, and we'll just Perfect. I'll just be training them um inside so it's quite it's quite good that they still have that they're still motivated and disciplined to want to train um makes it a little bit easier for them because it's all body weight as well so you Mm -hmm. know it's just something they can go and 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 keep at it you know and keep consistent with it so i even train some clients in um hong kong as well obviously oh wicked still training people out there yeah yeah i mean so uh, we built i've built up a very good relationship with them so they yeah so i'm still still training a few few of them online um, it kind of works in, works perfectly because they're eight hours in front. So That's right. Obviously, if I've if I've got the ideal slot six to twelve our time, yeah, it'd be kind of evening their time. So, so it works 
post work after them, so it'll be quite oh, good. Wicked. So with this mad mad schedule that you have got going on, what about what about yourself, man? What's you, what's your routine like? Because you're obviously trying to keep yourself healthy and yeah. whatnot. With uh, with I, I guess with 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 diet, you you got your your missus who takes care of that stuff, right? Because she knows what foods to eat and not to. Eat. <laughs> but what about your own training and stuff? What do you get up to, and how do you keep yourself fit? Um, that's a good question because sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's difficult, right? I can Sometimes imagine just burning your out. busy schedule. Uh, it's 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 burning out. So it's, I, I would probably say it's um, it's difficult. So I try to do three three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time in Hong Kong, uh, obviously before before uh, this craziness happened. But when we were in Hong Kong, I used to I used to train twice a day. So I used to mm-hmm. get in maybe ten sessions a week. Um, uh, they were the glory days. They were they were the good days where you could just train anytime you want. You know, um, I'll train in the morning, I'll train in the evening. But now, um, I've had to kind of adapt the training to make it the sessions a little bit more intense, but obviously shorter. So, I'll train Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe do a little bit of abs or something on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, uh, sorry, Tuesday, Thursday, but um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 kind of how it is at the moment. So I try to train in the afternoon, um, just some some time. Uh, probably take take about forty five minutes in the day to just get in some training myself. We've got a pull up bar here, um, dip dip some dip bars as well. Um, don't really need so much weight. There's so much that you can do uh, without without yeah. having having to use barbells or dumbbells. Um, I wanted to actually say before. So my wife and I, we qualified as uh, animal flow instructors uh, oh, okay. last year. So we did this course online. Um, obviously, the, you, then you have to send off some videos, some assessment videos. You have to record yourself. And uh, yeah, we both passed. So animal flow, is, animal flow is kind of this new... Some people say it's kind of glorified yoga. Some people say... You know, it's it's you know, it's it's very effective. But I mean, the the, the way I see it is, it's a new way of training. Mm. The body, the body does get does adapt does adapt to something that you're doing consecutively. You know, something consistently, your body won't develop as fast as it as it should. So it's good to keep changing and keep challenging your body. That's right. And so this uh, and it goes into the point I was saying before, as where we grow older, and we. We become tight in, in many different joints and, and animal flow is all about trying to tap into um, being, not necessarily just being like an animal, but it's, it's, it's going back on the floor, trying mm. to, you know, back on your hands and knees and doing all these different exercises to just develop and, and uh, open yourselves up. It's kind of like a mobility sort of functional, it's just a very functional way to train. And we've mm. developed those sorts of exercises into the app. So something that you guys can awesome. afford. Um, awesome. but yeah so um yeah so we, we kind of do that sort of the training sometimes we train together if the time if the time works out so that's quite nice as well mm. um but yes it's it's difficult it is very difficult like uh like it is for everyone but um you really just have to tell yourself i need time from you know you need time for yourself really That's need right. to say look i need time for myself i'm gonna get in i'm gonna get myself like like i said it's going that's going back to that scheduling you're scheduling half an hour 45 minutes you, you only need maybe 20 20 30 minutes just for yourself to just hit the hit the training that's uh, right get into something um make sure you're always working your core that's that's, that's the one thing i would i'd say just keep working the core because that's something that we can the core recovers quite quickly 
and uh, yeah. then you can develop that quite quickly as well. So if you keep keep hitting it, so yeah, so uh, that's that's the what I so I would do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of similar to yourself, to you, like how you were doing your um, your your MMA in Singapore, like you know, you were just constantly, and even before when this COVID, when this uh, virus stuff happened, you were doing your yoga in the mornings, working from home. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's a you know that's that's a success in itself as well. You know, getting into something different that you didn't do before. So and that's and that's the way people need to. I feel that people need to need to get on. Just try. Yeah. Try to do, do something different, and um, just keep keep going with it. Try to try to set yourself up in your in your diary, and just try and keep going. Yeah, no, I I, awesome. I agree, um, and I agree because, like I said, during this COVID time, there is so many excuses, and rather than everyone being healthy and boosting the immune system, I feel like a lot of people are doing the opposite, right? Not mm. training, not eating healthy, mm. maybe boozing and whatnot. And then the mental side of this shit ain't mm. really helping either, the lockdown. So, I, you know, I, I'm always preaching to my family and whatnot, you know, take these vitamins and do some workout and whatnot. I mean, everyone has a different mentality and you can't like really force. I think, you know, we spoke about this before. Sometimes you can't, some people are just not on it and you mm, can't yeah. force it, right? Yeah. And we, we have a different mentality and, you know, athletes have a different mentality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we just got to understand where people lie, but mm. I do think it's uh, important. And um, the yoga has really helped me with, with my injuries mostly, man. Because mm. every time I got an injury, it was always like, do this stretch, do this stretch. Mm. And I was like, that's a yoga stretch. That's a yoga. It's always kind of mound mm. down to that. It was like, yeah, yeah, you do the recovery exercises and whatnot, uh, and maybe a little massage breakdown, but it always ended up with this stretch, that okay. stretch. And I remember hearing... Uh, David Goggins. Have you ever heard like have you ever like read his book or, or I haven't read his book, but have you ever heard him on podcasts and whatnot? I've uh, heard him, yeah, I've heard him, yeah. He's he he like he does like a every evening like a two hour stretch session. And he mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly the story of what, but he had to some, some kind of lump in his head he was saying, right? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't figure out what it was. And then he ended up doing all these stretches and holding stretches for like fucking 30 minutes and whatnot. And this lump went. Um, in, in, wow. in the back of his head so yeah. I don't know what that is or what the background of it is but since then he just said he has the like two hour evening stretch session and I, yeah. I just kind of implemented it. I don't do two hours but the yoga has been part of my life yeah. since then and I just yeah. see so much effect yeah. and benefits with that especially with injuries it's helped me with my, my lower back since I started it during lockdown so every morning I've been doing yoga as well not so early like Gilman but <laughs> I've realised like because I'm coming from a background where I put weight on and off. Uh, I've done martial arts training before mm. and then just did normal exercise just to keep healthy and then have a break. But mm. I realized I had a car accident coming up two years now. Uh, okay. It was a head-on collision. Wow. And it's done something to my back. It, it wasn't whiplash from here. It was like my lower back was gone completely. I couldn't basically lift myself to get out of bed i had to roll out of bed oh i see I so see, i yes. did physio uh they did scans and they say it's muscle damage i keep thinking it's even deeper but we still i've got another scan coming up soon but then i like as i saw gilman's post in the morning and he was doing more yoga and he was telling me get it into your system it will probably help you with the lower back mm. i started doing it every morning for the past six months and i've realized it's taken away that tension. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an amazing form. It's, yeah, it is, oh, it is, and, yeah. yeah, and you know, I used to, you know, 
back in the days, right, people used to think like stuff like yoga and even like animal flow and all that. Oh, that's like women doing all that sort of shit. Yeah. But yeah. back in 1993, mm-hmm. Hicks and Gracie, you know, the, the Gracies and whatnot, when, mm-hmm. they, when they brought the UFC into, into the mainstream, MMA and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Hicks and Gracie was the baddest fighter on the planet, <laughs> killing everyone. Yeah. And then you, you see that documentary Choke and he's doing all those yoga poses. Uh-huh. He was big on yoga from, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. days. So I'm just like, if the baddest fighter on the planet is doing that then mm. it ain't for women it, no. it's <laughs> and even george st pierre like as i got more into mma like legends yeah. like george st pierre and loads of boxers and then as you said bodybuilders they're all flexible mm. like it's a big part of 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 our like think that, that stretching and 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 like doing that to your body is recovery isn't it in a different way yeah. so, and even the animal flows like you know conor mcgregor kind of uh, he he, he yeah, was doing it you know when he was getting into it and stuff yeah. and you've seen ryan do it remember you yeah, know ryan, ryan Bordercon, yeah, he that's was right. doing that stuff as well uh, and it's amazing i can't move my body like that i wish i could yeah. but it, it's um, yeah like yeah it, it's amazing it's the for your spine and stuff it's the same as uh it's the same concept as um <clears throat> these these bodybuilders that's that that kind of pose for the shows Mm. So if you, if everyone has ever been into training, I'm sure has watched the film uh, Pumping Iron so mm. by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I yeah. think it was at the very beginning, the first shot, <clears throat> um, I think it's uh, Frank Colombo um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, they were posing with a ballerina. So the ballerina was t- actually showing them how to, how to pose, how to bring their arms mm. up, yeah. um, stuff like that. And, you know, you, even these top, like, Big guys are just they all they all they all have that element of you know trying to be flow and you know trying that's trying right. to be elegant in on the, yeah. on the show and obviously that's just for posing um, as a bodybuilding show but going back to that sort of ballerina concept so you still have people like uh, Jean Paul Van Damme who, who did ballet growing up and everyone loves you know Van Damme's films and yeah. the way he's able to do these roundhouse kicks and you know that's yeah. all of the ballet and he's one of my favorite though he's one of my favorite sure. from back in those days obviously you've got rocky rocky's everyone's uh, uh yeah. saloons everyone's crazy uh, crazy guy but um but yeah i really like van damme like you know kickboxer blood sport all those yeah. kind of things you know yeah. you Classic. know what i got to share a picture i did for somebody for their birthday and they got it in the post today and it was a picture of Van Damme in Bloodsport. And I've never drawn Van Damme before. Oh, wicked. I didn't yeah. know that, yeah. So, like, even to this day, my wife is like, why do you keep watching this film for? And I'm like, <laughs> because Bloodsport and Kickboxer, yeah. they, they resonate with me. So, because it, they showed his form, and His form was sick. That, yeah. that yeah. kick, that side kick and his spinning kicks yeah. was the foundation of my martial arts. That helicopter yeah. type. Yeah. He, he used to do his jumping spinning kicks for like a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that film, that, that, that kick though, because um, yeah. you know obviously he's now a bit older now, but you know he was in, I think he was in the Expendables 2 or Expendables 3. Yeah, that's right. And he, he had to do that kick again. Yeah, yeah. To, and I think I remember reading something, he was like, oh, I don't, I think he was in pain or something afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's because Stallone's directing the film. Yeah, and that's right. Stallone kept asking him to do it again and again and again. <laughs> like, you did, and he, I think he did that kick because, um, you know, like Scott Adkins is kind of like a new... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Kind of going up. So it was, it was those two uh, playing uh, playing similar roles. I think they were one one was like, they're working together or something. That's right, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, even Scott Adkins and Jason Statham and all these kind of guys that are coming upcoming, they're all kind of like the Van Damme 
uh, wannabes kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Van Dam was still there, and he still did the kick, and it was good to see. It was good to see. Yeah, man, that was it awesome. Was, it was really it was good. Awesome. It was really good. He's in good shape. Him. He's still in good shape now. You know. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Compared to all the uh, all the other guys around his age, um, he's in. He's kept it up. He's definitely kept he it has, up. Yes, definitely. He has. I, I watch his Instagram videos. He he's quite inspirational because he talks about health and he yeah. talks about regular exercise, and he's always pushing that. Yeah. And I'm like, I think my dude's coming up to what, 70 or so? No, I don't think he's that old, but he's definitely old. But you have to check, man. He's inspired loads. Yeah, I, again, again, with the UFC fighters, obviously, because I follow MMA, he's inspired yeah. loads, loads yeah. of them, bro. I've seen him training yeah. with George St. Pierre and the Diaz yeah. brothers and whatnot, yeah. teaching them that kicks and stuff. But yeah. he's definitely inspiration when it comes to that. And there's loads of people that say they've watched Bloodsport and wanted yeah. to get into yeah. martial arts. Because um, that movie's a classic. They're 80s classics. But just the concept of it is so basic, but it's so awesome. It can never... Mm. Like, you can always keep watching it. There's something about it where you could just keep watching it and... I listen to the soundtrack. The soundtracks so. as well. You can't beat the 80s soundtracks. I've, got, I've got a song, actually. What? I haven't got many, but I've got that Never Surrender. I don't know yeah, where yeah. <laughs> it's from. <laughs> I don't know which one it's from. Kickboxer. No, the Kickboxer, yeah. Yeah, it's from Kickboxer. Yeah. 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 Right at the end. I was that when he has to stretch in yeah. the, with the old man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I'm trying to be... I've been trying to do the splits. I told Kibler I'm on a mission to try and get my splits back. So I've been doing it for like, what's it been, like eight months now? Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I'm doing it. I do it every day, but I see no improvement. But I'm the not thing, giving The that. thing about that is, the thing about this, because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm similar, not doing the splits, but I'm trying to do some more um, specialist, um, very advanced calisthenics skills. Because mm. like muscle-ups, I can do all day. Um, Pull-ups, very easy. All the kind of basic body weight stuff. But when it comes to doing the planche, so mm. when you have your hands on the floor and you're elevating your legs parallel to the to parallel to the floor, so okay, yeah, everything that's on the Bruce, floor is your hands. It's like a Bruce Lee thing, like the elevated V lift type thing, yeah. Kind, kind of, kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm doing stuff like the planche and um, back levers and stuff like that. So, but the thing Wait, what's, about what's the, the weight what's training, back lever? Sorry, I'm not familiar with which one's so the back lever. A back lever, a, a, you've got a front lever and a back lever. So it's basically where you're holding the bar. Okay, so let's say the, the front lever is where you hold the le- you hold the bar and then you lift your body so your arms are straight on the pull-up. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Parallel to the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And the back lever is basically the same thing, but your your arms are behind. Okay, uh-huh. got you, got you, got you, yeah. The body's still straight. So um, I would say everyone seems to think, uh, I think the front lever, the back lever might be a bit easier. Mm. Um, actually attempting that just yet i'm still trying to do the front lever and uh the the, the tuck planche so the so i'm doing like a planche but i'm doing it tucked with my knees tucked underneath so i can okay. do that for a period of time and i can obviously do and i can also do the the front lever uh for a period of time uh, tucked as well but mm-hmm. um but yeah so these sorts of body weight things and like the splits and stuff when, when you're when you're training body weight and i was telling 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 my client this the, the other day um when you're training bodyweight training uh, and doing any specific skills, or you want to see any, uh, you want to see any progress, it does take a lot longer than if you were training uh, using weights. There's weights right. that additional stimulus on the body, so it, you're pushing, you're developing your body more than what you would normally. But um, seeing the results a lot faster can also mean that you'll lose the lose lose the results a lot faster as well. Mm-hmm. So the thing see. about is 
if you continue, I'm not saying obviously do one or the other, but it's good to include a bit of body weight, a bit of weight since your training once the gyms open up. But um, it's good to kind of build a very solid foundation um, for to master your own body weight. Everyone I feel mm -hmm. should be able to do a pull up. You know, a man or woman, you should be able to do a pull up because that's something that you. Um, it's a, it's a, it's it's mastering your own. It's, it's mastering mm -hmm. who you are. Mm have that it's relative strength you should be able to kind of lift yourself up at least one do one pull up supinated or pronated doesn't really matter so um yeah i think you I, I, that's a the results take a lot longer but you just got to keep going with it and then once you get there it stays with you it's, it's yeah, just yeah. a sustainable well, result i told what that, that's what i told myself like just don't give up just mm. just do it so it's a part of my yoga routine every day just trying to get the box splits and I add that the front and back, the front splits as well. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, it, you know, it, <laughs> it's taking time. But sometimes I think my main thing is like, is to not tense and just kind of relax. So yeah. I always kind yeah. of do yeah. breathing exercises and then breathing out. I just make sure like, just relax it. But I'm not giving up. Like, you know, even if it never ever gets there, I'm just going to keep trying to just expand the splits. And yeah. Whatnot. yeah, yeah, man. Well, cool. Oh. Well, bro, look, I don't want to hold you up all night, man, because I think we can geek out and talk yeah. about this actually all night. <laughs> going, yeah. Listen, I appreciate it, man, and thank you for kind of expressing your story and your mm. passion, and it's great to see that you're just putting the work in, that's man, right. and that's, that's again, that's inspiring to us, that can inspire other people, mm. um, but I, I, lo I love the hustle, and every time we catch up, we always catch up about the, the, yeah. the progress and whatnot, mm. and it's never, I never hear from you, like, Ah, uh, bro, I'm I thinking of giving up. Like, I've never heard that from you, like years going on. So, mm. uh, I love that, bro, and I appreciate it because it's very inspir inspires me as well, man. So, thank, thank you, man. You. Appreciate it. No, it's all good. Now, thank you for having me on, guys, man. So, no, no. it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's good to hear about your stories. And uh, so, you're back. I'm, I'm definitely gonna keep in contact with you about your back because I want to see see how that's getting on as well. No, no, definitely, um, definitely. I will, I will share that. Okay. Uh, once, once let the app and you know, once we in the future, we'll just get you back on, man. Yes, let's get, let's try and get my Maya on and, and at least geek out about the the uh, nutrition nutritionist. Not no. not, not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll, we'll do that. But I'm gonna put. Uh, there's gonna be some links in the description box to people who can get in contact with you and stuff like that. Okay. So that'd be great. That'd be guys. It'd be in the description. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud, iTunes podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, or you're watching our pretty faces on YouTube, everything will be in the description box guys. Make sure you check it out. Uh, Josh, again, massive, massive. Thank you for joining us uh, this uh, evening. Okay. Uh, thank you guys. No, you're welcome. And uh, be safe, man. But you want both of you guys be safe. Thank and uh, hopefully get to catch up soon. Definitely. And we get a little this was stuff. good fun, man. This is good yeah, fun. I like. I like it. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. All Before right. you log off, well, let's, let's get a quick little. Uh...